you're nasty, cat. You're nasty. Blink, blink, ding, bling. Ding, 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 Welcome to Hoya Podcast. How are you, Amy? We've got lots of energy. I, I, I am incredibly stressed. We just spent the last hour trying to figure out why Jackie couldn't hear me. Partly because of my my computer, but also Jackie's headphone volume was on mute the entire time. We woke up nice and early, so <laughs> on a Sunday, on and a then Sunday. Uh, any little bit of energy we had, we immediately blew on trying to figure out why I couldn't hear Amy, only to several uh, computer restarts later, I looked down at my little volume knob, and I just, I don't know, <laughs> died a little, I guess. <laughs> In that moment, she realized she fucked up. <laughs> Uh, so quick disclaimer, everyone. I am in Vero. I'm visiting my family right now. So if things sound different or if I sound different, that's why. But also, um, I realize every time I move or speak or laugh, this chair. Oh, there it is. Yeah, makes a squeaky sound. So if you hear that, it's me moving around. Sorry. And definitely <laughs> not farting. <laughs> <laughs> no farts no farts allowed on this podcast <laughs> oh, all right anyway Jackie how are you I'm good I just wanted to just say two things I wanted to first apologize to everyone for missing the live episode uh I just had a family emergency that had to take me away and and it's just been so so stressful and it's been a really difficult time and I'm sorry that I missed the live episode and I also wanted to just say thank you also for all the birthday wishes. Um, <laughs> Amy posted this little, you know, thing on Instagram and just told people to wish me happy birthday, which was really kind. But after the weekend I had, I was just, I was just so depressed and stressed and, and, you know, a lot of issues with my, my mom and, and her health and, it's hard being so far away and it really, I hate, I hated missing the live episode because, you know, I, I feel like I'm living in this, I'm still relatively new to North Carolina, so I don't have really any friends here yet. And um, I started this new job, which is really stressful. And then my mom's been sick and the podcast every week has kind of been not just a fun thing to do, but it's been like a one a guaranteed once a week thing to take my mind off everything and so missing the live episode I just it just was such a bummer for me and I just felt really bad you know to possibly let everyone down and so I just really appreciate how kind everyone's been and understanding and and all of the nice birthday wishes so thank you and I hope that wasn't too drawn out or no long-winded no of course not and you know everybody you know 
thank you to everyone for, you know, a lot of people commented on it and was like, you know, hope everything's okay when I put it on Patreon, like we're not going to be able to record. So thank you everyone for understanding. And Jackie, anytime you need, you know, family comes first. There's things that are more important than the podcast, but I, you know, I am thankful for everyone for understanding. Um, but we will, you know, we'll have a new one coming up soon. We'll do a live episode soon. We'll probably end up doing, I'm just throwing this out there. We'll probably end up doing two in March. (laughs) (laughs) Just so you know, Jackie. (laughs) (laughs) Just so you know, I'm committing us to that. (laughs) I'm busy. (laughs) Just kidding. So, um, but yeah, thanks everyone for being understanding and it's been super stressful for Jackie. So, you know, anything to take off that stress for her. Um, she it literally just had to leave last minute. So it was, it was a nothing that could be done about it. And it was important for her to get down to see her mom. I know. And I get down there and she has Wi-Fi, but does not remember the password or the name of her Wi-Fi. So I just spent most of the weekend trying to figure out, is there some possible way that we could record? And I couldn't even get on the internet there. So I have to figure that out. How do you be in Starbucks doing a live podcast? I know. Just whispering in a corner. (laughs) I know. Uh, So, Well, it's all right. We will do another one soon. And we can still do the same episode, uh, Cupid Bobby, or Bobby Cupid, whatever it is. And we, I'm with Cupid. That's it. <laughs> and it'll be, it'll be great. It'll be really good. Good. Yeah. All right. Um, well, besides, hold on. I've, I've already forgotten what we do. Why do I always forget what we do? Oh. Well, speaking of Patreon, we don't have any patron shout outs, uh, but again, thank you to everyone who, you know, commented on the post and was very kind and understanding. Um, and with that said, let's get into shout outs. Shout outs. Indeed. A- Amy, you have any shout outs? Uh, well, yes, but again, <laughs> I can't remember if I've read these before, so... <laughs> oh, fuck. So, Jackie, you're going to have to help me out here, although I, I imagine you also won't remember. <laughs> it's Yeah, likely I don't. Because, you know, because we do have some from Facebook, and I really love to point those out because we don't really get that many. So I just want to – I'm hoping – I'm pretty sure I haven't said this one. All right, so let's let's get started. And, again, if I have said it, just, you know, hit the skip button. But only once. You're only allowed to use that once during our podcasts. So this one's from Anna L. Again, this is on our Facebook page. Uh, you know, so it's recommends Ho oh Yeah podcast. Says, Ho oh Yeah, Tuesdays have become one of my favorite days since I discovered this podcast. Listening to these ladies always help me when I am stressed or just need a good laugh. I love that they spread so much positivity and are so inclusive. It really means a lot to me. Keep up the good work, ladies. I definitely read that one before, haven't I? I I don't know. It's hitting me like it's new. <laughs> okay, then great. Perfect. All right. But that's so nice to hear because I, you know, we try really hard to, I just don't want to spread any sort of negativity or, right. and I want to be as inclusive as possible. And, you know, it's it's something I'm, we're both always striving for. So it's, it's nice to hear that, you know, Definitely. we're probably not perfect, but at least that comes through. 
Probably not perfect, but probably pretty perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Said the two straight white women. I think we got it. I think we get it. Uh, We will take no constructive criticism from here on out. We've nailed it. So. (laughs) No, no, no. Please, any, any constructive feedback on ways to improve. I'm like, I'm always terrified that I'm going to, you know, end up using some kind of language that you know, things are evolving so fast these days and and uh, I always want to be as inclusive and politically correct as possible. I think that's important to me. So please let us know if there's something we could be doing better. Def, definitely agree. Unless it's telling us to like not talk as much or not laugh as much because we get plenty of those. So yeah, you can fuck right off. Yeah. <laughs> Don't concern yourself with that. We get it a lot. <laughs> we know, and we don't care. <laughs> I right, have so I got to laugh. I need to. <laughs> I know. I need this. I need it. All right. Um, I have one more from Facebook, um, and it's from JT. Uh, it says, nothing makes me happier on a Tuesday morning after the night shift than sitting on the couch, sparking up a J, sorry, in English, lighting up a J. It's legal here, and listening to the latest episode of Hoya Podcast. These champions of comedy have really helped me with my seasonal depression this winter, and I can't wait to get in on the next live podcast since I missed the latest one. Give them a listen. I promise you won't regret it. Oh, I know. That's so nice. I... I hope our podcast is like uh, light therapy for your sad. And sad is seasonal affective depression, not not literally <laughs> just calling it your sad. And that works <laughs> on two levels, light therapy and light, light, like lighting up, light therapy. A J. Yeah, it's like double light ther- therapy. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Anyway, thank you, Jay, for that lovely, lovely recommendation. Uh, we love you. Love you. Mm-hmm. And then I have um, I have a couple shout outs. Of course, one is from iTunes because always appreciate those. And it's by, again, we. you'll let me know if we did this, right? Yes. yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. Uh, it's by M Dubs. Excuse me. <laughs> and it says you. We haven't done that one. Sorry. That okay. Was a really weird laugh. <laughs> 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 okay. Uh, and this is by M Dubs. Excuse me. And the subject says dang old Apple Brown podcast. I don't cut. And then it gets cut off, of course. Um, <laughs> And it says, my new fave, the ladies accompanied me via podcast from Houston to Austin and back on a solo drive. Thanks for keeping me awake and laughing. Houston to Austin. I don't know a lot about geography or Texas, but that's got to be like 80 hours of driving, if I'm not mistaken. At at least. I would imagine it takes about a week. I'm so so glad we could be with you. And... uh, your travels went well <laughs> thank you thank you m dubs excuse me excuse me thank you excuse may excuse ma and then uh my other shout outs just for a couple not again not to to my own birthday but just some of the birthday messages i got were so funny uh one of my favorite ones was by andra andraux 
it's maybe it's like a French pronunciation and drow underscore C. And it just says, in my opinion, February 27th is Jackie's birthday. <laughs> That's a great one. I saw that. I love oh, it. Baby, love so hard. <laughs> of course, there were so many, so many nice ones just saying happy birthday. And, um, but there were a few that said, uh, someone's got a birthday. I wonder who, <laughs> uh, some of those were from Pep Chi, RK Taylor 628, Yond. What? And, uh, oh, Mendozable. And somebody was asking about your astrological sign. Me? Yeah. I'm Cha- a cancer Chanahana. baby. Cancer. Cancer baby. So Jackie's Pisces. Uh, we get along very well. Is that a thing? Yeah. Oh, good. Is there who do how do we know who we don't get along with? God, fuck a Gemini. That's all I know. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think uh I, I, you know I obviously it doesn't fucking matter like it (laughs) whether you like someone or not has nothing to do with their star sign but um i mean there's there's all these uh i mean you could easily look it up i'm sure i think probably i don't know if pisces work well with like fire signs but pisces not good person (laughs) get along with what side? Sorry, hold on. I just want to see. Ooh, you you don't like a Sag. Sagittarius, okay. apparently. Whoops. Sorry, Sags. <laughs> and what about Cancers? Aries, which is hilarious because, like, my best friend is an Aries. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes it feels like maybe she hates you. She definitely hates me, but... <laughs> She, she for sure but that's hates like me. how she shows her love yes the more she hates me the more i know she loves me i know shout out marina, marina. <laughs> <laughs> well, any hoot <laughs> those are those are about all of my shout outs uh so I, i've again i've been a little thrown off by this week and and mm-hmm. not as prepared with my shout outs but those those all made me feel really really good and meant a lot so thank you Oh, well, I'm I'm glad. Happy birthday, you sweet, sweet angel. <laughs> Thank you. God, I love her. All right. Um, what do we do? Is that it for shout outs? Are we really already? Oh, well, it is 20 minutes, so <laughs> that's, that's about <laughs> so, typical. I don't know why this feels so different. We've recorded it on mornings before, but it feels like I put on a Jackie suit and I'm trying to like pretend to be a podcaster like I've never done this before I feel like well I think it's probably because I'm not at my my apartment you know like I'm not in my little enclosed safe space and I feel like everybody in this house can hear me (laughs) (laughs) maybe I'm picking up on your energy I I bet I'm sure I'm sure I'm probably it's weird I don't know what to do with my hands (laughs) I don't know where to look or or how to laugh or I don't know it's weird so bear with us everyone (laughs) 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 
This is going to be a good episode, which is a shame because I love the, so we're doing, I remember Mono and I love this episode and I was really excited. I am really excited to talk about it, but I feel like, (laughs) I don't know. We might not do this one justice, y'all. Sorry. I know. So with that said, with that disclaimer, shall we get in to the episode we should great i don't know i you know i wrote down i didn't write anything i'm lying i stole the entire synopsis from the king of the hill wikipedia i haven't looked over it once so i'm basically (laughs) going to ad-lib this whole thing i hope i can remember (laughs) so buckle up everyone ready i'm i'm sure it'll Uh, be good all right I Remember Mono, Season 2, Episode 14, which, if you all know, 214 is Valentine's Day, which, so clever on their part. Oh. Air date! February 8th, 1998. And guess what, Jackie? This this episode was directed by our, probably our best friend ever, Wes Archer. Yay! Yay, Wes! (laughs) <laughs> oh my god, another thing I made a note of, oh, bear with me, bear with me, bear with me, bear mm-hmm. with me, bear with me, you mentioned Wes Archer, and I wanted to mention something about Wes Archer. Ooh. I got like one of those Sorry. weird things under my tongue, I don't like it. Like what? What's a, what do you mean? Like a little clear pocket. Oh, like a little, one of those weird little, oh, I know what you mean. And you can pop them. Ew! I know, but they don't, (laughs) I know. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, I'm not proud of who I am, but this is me. (laughs) (laughs) Except Uh, me and my weird bumps. (laughs) And my weird bumps. Okay. So, so I got really excited uh, because I just watched um this really crazy 80s movie starring John Cusack called One Crazy Summer and if you've seen it there's uh his character I don't know I guess is an animator and in between certain scenes there are animations of this rhinoceros and I think the rhinoceros represents John Cusack's character and it I don't know shows him going through like all this crazy stuff but Mm -hmm. uh the animation I just remember thinking like this animation is crazy and it's like really interesting it's a crazy movie it's that type of thing where they will it's just like classic 80s silly and Mm -hmm. like there's one part where I can't remember if it's this movie or the the kind of sequel to it where they're at the vet and in the foreground of the scene you see a dog dressed as a doctor pushing a cat in a wheelchair so it's like (laughs) that kind of silly but there's this animation throughout and um and I only just realized looking at Wes Archer's uh, Instagram last week that he worked on the animation for that movie. Aww. And he even posted a video uh, from it on his Wow, Instagram. that's crazy. I know. I couldn't believe it. But anyway, I just thought, what a crazy coincidence. Wes Archer has been with us basically our whole lives. So 
Shout like out to I Wes said, Archer. Yeah, our best friend. Best friend. Basically <laughs> raised us. He, I know. Thanks, Dad. Thanks. <laughs> Daddy Wes, thank you. <laughs> Papa Archer. Papa Archer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. All right. <clears throat> so may I? May I? Please. <laughs> okay. It's okay. I'm appreciating the stalling because I still don't know how to start this. All right. (laughs) The Hills and Luann are gathered around the breakfast table. Luann is a hill. I'm sorry, Luann. She's a hill. Um, Are gathered around the breakfast table on Valentine's Day morn. They are... Hold on. Eating pancakes? Wait. (laughs) Um, Bobby is in a last minute frenzy writing out his uh, Valentine's Day cards. He's like, I can't eat the pancakes, Ma. I, I got to re- finish writing my Valentine's Day cards for my class, you know. Uh, Bob or Hank, Hank looks over and he sees this beautiful, like frilly, heart filled uh, Valentine's. And he's like, oh, Bobby's got a little lady friend. Hmm. And it turns <laughs> out the card is for Joseph. <laughs> How precious. I love it. I love every second of this scene because he's like, what What it was just, he's like, love Bobby. Bobby writes, love Bobby. Uh, he le- gives him one of the candy hearts that says, hey, hot stuff. And he's like, you can't give this to Joseph. And Bobby goes, why? He is hot stuff. You should see him skateboard. <laughs> <laughs> hey, like, hell Yeah. <laughs> Bobby don't care. He'll, he's given props. He recognizes an attractive person, whether it's yeah. male, female, or whatever. He knows. It's like, he is hot stuff. Yeah. Whatever, dad. It's like and- a classic adult thing to, like, interpret something so innocent and pure at, at it to, like, sexualize it. Yep. Yep. Oh, and, you know, it's funny because in that instance, Hank says something like, you can't give a boy a Valentine's because girls are going to think you're sensitive. And I thought... So sensitive is like a key word is like just saying gay, right? Like, mm-hmm. but then I thought like code, I, right? I wonder if Hank would be more upset about his son being sensitive or being gay. <laughs> like what's yeah, worse to was, Hank? I don't know. If he was gay, but he was like a football star, I bet that would hit, hit less than <laughs> being sensitive. Right. right. Uh, anyway. <clears throat> so Hank rudely throws away Joseph's uh, Valentine and uh, Luann, she's like, hold up, I could use this. So Luann is going to give herself a Valentine um, because Buckley has already told her that he's going to forget (laughs) Valentine's Day. Oh, Buckley. Buckley, you turd. (laughs) And, and Luann says something very true. She's like, you know, the most important love of all, is the love that, you know, that you have for yourself. Because what did our mother RuPaul teach us? If you can't love yourself, then how in the hell are you going to love somebody else? Can I get an amen? And it's so true. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, we all know that's true. It's wildly true. Right. And yet Hank and Peggy are both like, mm, nope. <laughs> I know, Peggy. It's another classic Peggy moment where you think she's going to say one thing. She's like taking a bite of pancakes and she's just like kind of chewing it for a second. She's just like, mm, mm. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Hank's like, no, uh, no, people don't say that or something <laughs> something like that. <laughs> so <clears throat> this leads Peggy to recount 
uh, how they're Hank and Peggy's first Valentine's Day together, tech together, air quotes. <laughs> and we, we go down, we take a trip down memory lane. We see Peggy come off of her school bus that is for West Arlen. They're coming over to play. She's on the softball team. She's coming over to whip Arlen High's ass, I assume. Um, and Hank, you see him, he's on the, he's on the football field, tossing the old pig skin around with his bros. He comes up to her. Hey, Miss Platter. Things were really heating up is what Peggy says. They're six yeah. months into dating and they are getting hot and heavy. Yep. <laughs> Still calls her Miss Platter. She says, Mr. Hill. <laughs> uh, they have a very awkward exchange. And Hank mentions, well, some of the other guys on the team were saying that their girlfriends were going to, you know, cook them dinner for Valentine's Day. So basically he volunteers Peggy to cook him dinner for <laughs> for Valentine's Day. What in so the she, world? I, what in the world? <laughs> I never heard of such a thing. I, I know, right? Go to a movie. Take them out to dinner. Something. Would you something. like to cook me dinner? I think that would be most good. <laughs> I need to judge your cooking skills in order to decide if I will marry you or not. <laughs> I guess that's what it is, yeah. That is yeah. what it was. Holy. So. So we see, we cut to Peggy. She is trying. She is like going all out cooking like complicated shit. She's trying to make a cherry pie, wink, and beef Wellington, wink. Double uh, wink. <laughs> double wink. She's making the most erotic food that you possibly could. <laughs> <laughs> but she's, she's, she's not doing good. Her, so we also see Peggy's mom. Uh, she comes in and she's just like, Peggy, what are you, are you trying to make beef Wellington and cherry pie? And Peggy's like, yep, I am. It's, he's my boyfriend and I'm going to make it for him. Will you get off my back? And she's like, if he finds out that you can't cook or bake, it's all over. She's like, don't you think I know that? So very dramatic. Peggy fails spectacularly making this meal. It's a, an extremely complicated meal. She fails. If it's such, if it, if so much is riding on this, I don't know why she didn't just pull a Mrs. Doubtfire and order a bunch of food out and then set it up real pretty. That's exactly, I would have been like, Boston Market, here we come. <laughs> yeah. Yes! Uh, <laughs> like a, a secondhand Thanksgiving dinner. Yes. Ready like to when go. Like when your parents get divorced. And yeah. there's... Yep. <laughs> Plated beautifully. Right. <laughs> just like, he's just like chicken, parts of chickens, and uh, sweet potato casserole, macaroni and, that, and cheese. And that creamy spinach that's basically soup. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and it gives you... I was going to start talking about diarrhea again. All right. Hey. <laughs> we all, it all that's comes what back. it gives you. It all comes back to diarrhea. It all truly right. does. <laughs> makes the world go round. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Now's when you want to use your skip ahead. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> no, no, we're done. We're done. No, 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 we're done. We're done. <laughs> Peggy is saved the embarrassment and the failure of, or, or really the shame of not being able to cook a fancy meal for her boyfriend, for her boo. Uh, when Hank calls and he's just like, you know, I'm so sorry. I hurt my back in practice. I'm not, I'm laid up in bed. I'm not going to be able to come eat your delicious cherry pie. And 
Peggy's like, oh no, it's okay, no worries. She's and and he's like, well, I'm gonna, you know, I'm missing your your delicious food, and and then it gets sexy. They start having wild phone sex. <laughs> Just they're really going for it. Like Peggy says that he got some food on his ear, and she's gonna get it off for him, which I imagine includes her licking it off. Duh. Yeah. You know, I bet, she, I bet in her fantasy she uses a napkin. <laughs> no, even in her fantasy she like, <laughs> but it's a really lovely nap, like a like a kerchief that she pulls mm-hmm. out and and cleans it off, and and Hank's like, mm, I am, and then she your... sticks it in her sleeve and <laughs> later. Oh, <laughs> uh, and Hank's is just like, oh, I'm imagining tasting your cherry pie. It's lip smacking good. Oh, Jackie looks disgusted. <laughs> so anyway, they they have some wild phone sex, and that was when they <laughs> realized shortly after that they were engaged to be engaged, and that is the greatest love story ever told, according to Peggy. The second greatest. The second that- the second greatest story. The oh. best, the the great, because I think the first greatest story she's referring to is the Bible, Jesus. Uh, oh, <laughs> or maybe Titanic. I th- I assumed Titanic, <laughs> but it's all a lie. It's all a bold faced lie. A BFL. <laughs> so. Uh, uh, We find out about this BFL uh, because Peggy is substituting in like the records department or something there. She has to go in and start and, and I guess they're electronifying <laughs> um, permanent records. They're typing all of them into the system and Peggy is ty- there. Her and this other woman are kind of gossiping back and forth about, you know, people's records and, the woman pulls one she's like oh this one's really interesting and even though peggy was just gossiping she's just like excuse me we're not supposed to look into their files and you know be snooping on them and she's like oh no worries i understand hank hill permanent record and peggy's like give me that shit right now so they go through his record and they're seeing all these you know typical hank things he fourth grade refuses to sing walking through the tulips or something, you know, uh, (laughs) tells the debate team to shut the hell up. And then uh, starting February 14th, out of school for two weeks because of mono. (gasps) Mononucleosis, the kissing disease. Peggy's like, well, hold up. (laughs) I heard that he, uh, he told me that he hurt his back. You know, that's actually what happened here so she confronts hank and hank says oh yeah i guess i did get yeah i got mono you know i was sharing a sodi pop with one of the guys on the team it was the 70s you know Um, so things were a little (laughs) loosey-goosey and for the somebody so we actually watched this we did a we watched this episode in the live watch party and i think it was laura who pointed out like the one time dale has ever gotten hank's back like Dale is like, you know, he he 
Hank says something like, oh, yeah, I guess, you know, that's how I got it from sharing a soda. And she's like, oh, that's interesting because the school nurse said that you can't get it. That's not one of the ways that you can get it. And mm-hmm. Dale just pipes up and he's like, well, I wouldn't trust her because, you know, like, glug, glug, glug. She's a drunk, <laughs> you know. So yeah. first time ever, Dale has Hank's back. First and probably last. So <laughs> that's true. And it's like a, a rare moment where he when he has to lie or conceal something, he's the most neurotic, obvious <laughs> person and he is just very smooth about this very yes, very he is. relaxed yeah well but as soon as peggy leaves he's like <laughs> she's on the trail <laughs> <laughs> so peggy is a little bit she's placated at first but she can't stop thinking about it she's you know running it through her head like but he said he hurt his back and now he's admitting that he had mono what's the deal so <clears throat> peggy's back in the records room talking to the woman she's like you know did you did you happen to come across any of the other football players who had mono? And she's like, oh, honey, you can't stop thinking about it, huh? And Peggy's like, I know it's ridiculous, but I can't. And she's just like, well, neither could I. (laughs) (laughs) I love this Snoopy hoe. So she's, (laughs) she snoops on everybody's uh, record and she finds one other person who had mono during that time. And her name is Amy Eden. Edlin. Amy Edlin. (laughs) <laughs> so I, you know i don't know if it's just me or if i just noticed this because my name is amy but i've seen a couple different shows where the amy is always like the villain amy i know you don't really see amy very often in shows but when when you do they're not the best they're like the person who's like shitty interesting i'll have yeah. to keep my eyes peeled i don't know maybe i'm wrong maybe i'm just I don't know. I can only think of one Jackie. Who's that? Jackie Burkhart from that 70s show. Oh, that's right. I love Jackie. She was great. (laughs) But yeah, who's what's a nice girl name? Samantha? No. Samantha? I mean Jessica. Pretty nice name. Jessica. Not a Britney. Britneys are always shitty. (laughs) Yeah. Tammy? Uh I don't know. Jennifer, Jenny, Some, Jenny. Although people from people hate Jenny from Forrest Gump, which I have thoughts on that, but we won't get into it anyway. That's <clears> ridiculous. It is. I it's have not seen fair. that, and that is ridiculous. It's not fair. Fuck all of you who say Jenny is a shitty person. You're a shitty Unbelievable. person. Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, you, you're a shitty person. You're an Amy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <clears throat> so finds out it's Amy Edlin. Also, I keep forgetting to mention, there is a whole B-plot here. Uh, Bobby, he gets a, a Valentine's Day chocolates in the mail, and they're signed from his secret admirer. Ooh. And he assumes that it's Carrie Strug, the, the Olympic gold medalist. Yeah. <laughs> Good for him. You know, talk about high self-esteem. Yeah. Clearly, she wants to be my Valentine. Uh, I love Bobby. He is just milking this for all it is. You know, he's just like, uh, yeah, you know, I have a secret admirer and it's probably somebody super famous and hot. So everyone be jealous as I eat these candies in front of you. (laughs) All right. Peggy, now that she knows this person's name, Peggy goes to Nancy, someone who, uh, Mm. as we all know, is a pretty hardcore cheater has been, you know, has a son by another man. Uh, 
<laughs> like that level of cheating. Um, <laughs> goes to Nancy to be like, you know, I, I don't know what to do. I found out her her name and where she works, and Peggy or and Nancy's like, uh, don't do that. You're gonna be really upset. The truth is what she says. I love it. Another classic Nancy line. She's so good. Um, you're making a big mistake, Suge. The truth is like sunlight. People used to think it was good for you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but Peggy can't, she can't be stopped. She needs to find out the truth. She has to find out. So she goes and finds uh, Amy Edlin. She is working at the Pink and White. Uh, she works for, for selling sausages, which are sausages made from ostriches. Ostriches? <laughs> ostriches! <laughs> Ostrich- ostriches? How do you ostriches. say that? I think that's right. Ostriches. Uh, like, one is an ostrich. Many are... Ostri. Ostri. <laughs> Ostros- Ostros- ostriches. Anyway. Sausage, ostriches. She's selling those. So Peggy goes up to her and she's like, listen, I need you to tell me what happened back in the 70s with a young man named Hank Hill. What did you do? I know. And you could just tell at this point, Peggy is bracing herself for some torrid, uh, you know, affair of just sex and lies and er erotic, I don't know what's. She's prepared for like something like that. Yeah. (laughs) I know. Right. And and I even said this after Amy tells her the story. It's as if Hank fucked 20 women or something like, no, Mm -hmm. like he was assaulted (laughs) by this woman and he immediately ran away. Like he kissed her just a little bit. And then he was like, oh no. And and took off. Anyway. So Amy tells her the story. She basically, you know, she sees Hank coming down. She said, you know, I got just dumped by my boyfriend. I was desperate for like, you know, some sort of attention to make myself feel better. So she like sticks her bell bottoms in a bike chain, pretends to fall off of it as Hank's walking down and oh, help me. And Hank ever the, the good guy comes running up, helps her get her bell bottoms out of untangled and yeah, she has set up an actual trap. Yes. Like, she, she this is this is not just some uh random like I I had a moment of weakness and was attracted to another person. Like this he was it could have been anyone and he just happened to be walking by and he fell into this this trap. This predator's trap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So she, you know, oh, let me, let me thank you for helping me and like goes to kiss him. And he's like, no, no, I have a girlfriend. And she's like, "Uh, where is she? I don't see her. And then like Mm -hmm. lays one on him and he's 17 years old. So he, he tries to fight a little bit. Then he kind of makes out with her a little bit and then he pushes her away and, and just takes off running. Poor guy. You know, he's so scared. He's so scared. Probably a little aroused, you know, guaranteed. So as, you know, Peggy's like, okay, thank you for telling me this story. I just, you know, I feel better. I needed to understand. And then all of a sudden, she just holds up and just punches a rack of beef as hard as possible and breaks the ribs on it. (laughs) So she's so, she's still so pissed, even though it wasn't even anything, that she just assaults uh, a hunk of meat. (laughs) <laughs> and then she has to take it and buy it because you break it, you buy it, right? <laughs> so 
she comes home, she confronts Hank. She's like, you know, you've been lying to me all this, all these years. You know, every day has been a lie. Our marriage is built on a lie. I love Hank because he's like, all right, fine. I lied. Oh God, it feels good to get that off my chest. (laughs) Come here, Peggy. Give me a hug. I've never felt closer to you. (laughs) Cause you know how good, like, even though, you know, obviously you're lying because you feel bad about something or guilty, but when it's finally comes out, it's like, oh, at least I don't have to lie anymore. Like the truth is out there. You know, I guess I'll just deal with the consequences. <laughs> I know. And well, I have some things I want to say about lies, but I'll wait till after you're done. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Great. Shut up. Uh- <laughs> 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 All right. <clears throat> So, you know, Peggy, her, Hank is like, you know, what, why, why are you so mad at me? Like, it, it just happened. It wasn't something that I planned, blah, blah, blah. She's like, you know, I thought our love story was the best ever. You know, it was so romantic. And, uh, you know, our marriage was built on this. So Hank is talking to Dale and Boomhauer and Bill and they're like, so you need to like woo her again. And Hank is just like, I don't know if I have it in me. I, I used all of uh, all of that up when I was trying to win her over the first time. <laughs> so Bill, uh, he's like, well, what about in that movie where they release the pig and they chase it and they're laughing and smiling and loving? <laughs> I love that part so much. Until he just starts crying. <laughs> So Hank proceeds to try and do some like romantic things to kind of uh, win Peggy's affection back. And he's not doing great. You know, he first one, he like makes a puddle. (laughs) He makes a puddle on the the ground. And then he's just like, Peggy, come out here, calls her out there. And then he's like, oh, dear, you're going to step in a puddle. Let me put my jacket down. And apparently it was a Jackie that Peggy made for him that he clearly doesn't like and lied about. (laughs) lied about losing a gang a gang stole it from him (laughs) so she's just like oh so many lies another lie from you so that one didn't work out well then he like she's doing dishes in the sink and he comes up and like puts his hands on her eyes and like surprise and she's like holy shit you have gasoline on your hands (laughs) so he burns her eyes out with gasoline and she's like splashing water on his her face, and he's like, "Yay, splash fight, wee fun!" <laughs> <laughs> and I love it because she runs out, and he just like slumps onto the kitchen counter, like, "Oh God, <laughs> I just can't get this right." <laughs> the last thing we see is Hank tries the the that I don't know what movie that's from, but he tries the the pig thing, so the cute little piggy with a bow around its neck and he's like oh peggy look there's a pig in the house let's catch it this is fun and you know peggy's just like stop it you're not going to be able to you know make this right the romantic you can't force romantic things to happen and as like hank's trying to like talk to her and they're kind of arguing he gets tripped up by ladybird and the pig and he lays flat on his back hurts his back for real this time Mm. and ends up you know being in bed on valentine's day we see Peggy, she's talking to two random women, I don't know who they are, and Nancy, they're over playing, I think, a card game or something. Boggle. Oh, they're playing Boggle? Duh, I should have known that. Adoy. Uh, And she's telling them, she's like, you'll never believe the things, the ridiculous things that Hank has tried to, like, win me over with. And as she's telling these, like, ridiculous romantic things that Hank has tried to do, 
she's realizing that it's actually really sweet, like that he was trying so hard and, you know, wanting to like win her back. And by the end of it, they're everyone's crying and, mm-hmm. and laughing hysterically. And, and it, it, you know, Peggy was so concerned about her romantic story being a lie, but it, you know, now she has this new, I feel much more genuine and touching story. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, Peggy's like, oh, at the end of it, she's like, and oh my God, he ends up flat on his back on Valentine's Day, just like our first one. And she's like, you know, damn, I've been kind of a turd about this. Let me, (laughs) (laughs) damn, damn. (laughs) Nancy, let me see your cell phone. So Nancy gives her the cell phone. She calls Hank. And once again, they have some wild phone sex. <laughs> she's she's talking like, hi, Mr. Hill. This is Miss Platter. And he's like, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> and she talks about how she's made another cherry pie, which is Hank's favorite, Ooh. and a beef wellington. And as we see all of her friends are leaving and she saunters into the bedroom and they're, they're she, like looking uh, at each other. Huh? She straddles a speaker and blasts. Uh, she turns the bass all the way up and the treble all the way down, <laughs> and it fades to credits. Right? Is that right? <laughs> it fades as we see Peggy lowering herself onto Hank's face. <laughs> I've been baking this cherry pie for 42 years, Hank. (laughs) Careful, it's hot. (laughs) Okay, anyway, Peggy saunters into the bedroom and realizes Hank's, oh, great, she's finally, you know, she's over it, we're good. And Peggy clicks the phone off, and then we fade to black right before Peggy gives him an, I'm sorry. <laughs> or an I'm sorry blowjob because Hank's back actually is not in good condition for Bonin right now. So that's true. That's the that's the episode. However, I did forget um, that Bobby is, he still has his you know we're, let's go back a little bit to his secret admirer. He sets mm-hmm. up this whole elaborate thing. You know he has all of his friends to hide in the closet so everyone can see Carrie Strug come in a and. I know he's done. This is the first time he does it, but it's not the last. So he, he has all of his friends waiting and it turns out his secret admirer is his grandma. (laughs) 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 Oh, Bobby, you were kind of a turd about it. So, you know, ha ha. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the episode. Yay! <laughs> well done, Amy. Thank you. Thank you. That was rough. <laughs> that, was, that was a lot of ad-libbing there. No, but that was good. Great. All right, Jackie, you were saying that you have thoughts on lies? Well, I just, you know, Peggy's reaction to this feels very big. I mean, I keep going back and forth because it's easy to feel like, wow, she is really overreacting to this. But then I, I'm trying to put myself in her shoes and just think about, you know, how sheltered and conservative these people are. So this 
really does feel like this probably does feel like a huge betrayal Mm -hmm. um but but a lot of the times it really does feel like an overreaction from her and I can't help but feel like part of it maybe is guilt because spoiler we find out later on that not only did Peggy kiss someone else before she dated Hank granted not while they were dating but you know she lost her V to someone else and has not that there's anything wrong with that I mean like sleep with as many people as you want I don't think you should be judged on that but this is something that she has been hiding from Hank and Mm -hmm. so I just found it ironic that she would be mad at him for hiding something yeah, I, w- I just was wondering if this was uh, part of her reaction was maybe a little misdirected anger that she's been feeling towards herself. Right. Yeah, I could see that. Or like, you know, an overreaction to be like, okay, well, if I go real hard on this and, you know, then I then hold on. How how do I want to say this? Basically, kind of. So she's kind of just like she is over. Right. Projecting. She's overreacting. Um, maybe, you know, it's like, okay, well, if I act really upset and hurt, then he won't suspect anything that I've done. You know, like I, I'm coming off as like a, I don't, I don't think she's thinking deeply about it, but it's almost like, well, I, like, if I act so upset, then like it, it, it paints me as the perfect spouse with yeah. no lies. That's true. I mean, Does that I, makes I sense. She, yeah. If she was trying to be manipulative about this, she could, which I don't think she is, she could have approached it like, oh, well, I feel guilty about this other thing. So what I'll do is I'll make a big deal about how forgiving I am and how understanding I am. And then if my secret ever comes out, then I could be like, well, I was understanding to you, but I'm sure she's not even thinking that. In those right terms. right that's what i was saying like i don't even think she's thinking that way but maybe it is subconscious you know mm-hmm. a subconscious reaction and thought process yeah amy have you ever had mono i so i no i haven't but my recently i was sick and i was like what the hell is the sickness i don't understand and my mom who's a nurse said that it sounded like mono because i had so mono, like you, you're, you don't really have a cough or, um, typical cold things. Like you do, you feel like shit and super fatigued and tired and, um, headaches, things like that. But you're not like sneezing. You don't have like a stuffy nose and sneezy and coughing and like a fever and stuff like that. Or maybe you do have a fever, but I, I can't really remember, but apparently that's like mono symptoms and that's how I felt, but you have to get like a blood test to be diagnosed with mono and it was like 65 bucks and I'm like never mind because I saw that it could like clear up on its own and I was like well I'm gonna go that route <laughs> yeah I mean so, it's a virus so what can you really do about yeah you it? can't you can't take antibiotics or anything so I just thought ah, eh, fuck it I I don't know if I had it but my mom said that's what it sounded like so maybe how about you uh well I want to say no but there have been many times in my life where I've been very tired and headachy. I don't know, but that's depression. <laughs> I think it might be depression. <laughs> yeah, maybe I was just going through a depressive episode actually. <laughs> and I just wasn't recognizing it this time around. 
Uh, but I, I was trying to read up on it because I don't know too much about mono. And of course, it's most anyone can get it, but it's most prevalent among teenagers because it is a kissing disease. But I wonder why it's not more prevalent among other age groups, especially elderly people, because there's such a there's been such a rise in geriatric STDs. Right. So they're all like. Just... Well, I, okay, I hate to be like that person, but I think now we have to call them STIs. Okay. Just so you know. No, I appreciate it. And leave this in because I had no idea. STIs. Yes. Yes. So there's been a rise in geriatric STIs, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh, yes. So, so there's a, there's a um, retirement community called The Villages here, right outside of Gainesville, and it is rampant rampant swinging and sexual activity and lots of stis but you know have we talked about this before i think we have we definitely talked about it in the car ride to orlando when we were going oh! to watch that live harry potter yes that's right we <laughs> were the- we were driving past it i'm like oh that's where all those old horny fucks are but i think it's <laughs> i think it's a big thing in a lot of parts of florida because there are so many retired people and mm-hmm. By that point, I, I think it's a huge thing in our hometown. I think there is a big swinger community there. And I heard that there there are ways you can tell who are swingers because they'll put little, I'm not sure what you call them, little things outside of their house that indicate that swingers live here. Like I heard you could put certain kinds of lawn gnomes or flamingos or what? ducks. Like there are certain... Uh, lawn ornaments that swingers will use to identify each other. That's just what I've heard, but there are a lot of them around town. Okay, that's amazing. And what I imagine is somebody just like driving through neighborhoods looking for, like, and then just like knocking on their door, like, so I saw your gnome. Yeah. <laughs> Here's my card. Like, yeah. <laughs> or should I come in now? Are you guys ready now? Yeah. <laughs> that's insane. Yeah. <laughs> So, but I'm, I, while just mentioning that, I'm surprised that mono is not more of a thing among, why is, why is it such a thing among teenagers and not other groups? Yeah, I don't, that's a, I mean, that's a good point. I imagine some teenagers are making out with old people and then those old people would bring it back to their community. Oh God. Yeah, that's sad. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah. I didn't even consider that. <laughs> I was thinking like young to young kissing and old to old kissing, but I bet there are some. It should travel up the chain if like young people are kissing older people. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Anyway, <laughs> is it interesting? No. No. Uh, so listeners, if any of you have had mono, please tell us about it. We want to know who did you kiss? How old were they? And... <laughs> <laughs> what was it like when you had mono? We want to we wanna know. Yeah, I'm curious. So Jackie, do you have any uh, favorite quotes or moments from the episode? I do. One that I really liked was Bobby gets that box of chocolates and immediately assumes that it's Carrie's drug, which I think is so funny. And 
he's eating his box of chocolates in class one day with all the kids around him and Connie's there and he's just talking about (laughs) how these are probably from Carrie Strug and (laughs) just going on and on about Carrie Strug and Connie is getting a little bit jealous and she says something like you know why is Carrie Strug so great you know she so what she does gymnastics I don't she can't even it's not like she can play the violin or anything Mm -hmm. which Connie can do and Mm -hmm. then she adds and she's in her 30s they don't tell you that and then (laughs) Bobby responds with you're missing the point Connie she had a broken leg and just kept going and he like starts to cry and then everyone turns and looks at the American flag in class (laughs) that was my favorite part I wrote that down too I thought it was hysterical because it like they all look at the American flag and then like an acoustic version of the Star Spangled Banner plays just very briefly (laughs) (laughs) it's like you were saying earlier um I think you mentioned it just Carrie Strug is is uh famous and hot but she's also an American hero so she really just, is. I love that Bobby is so in love with her. And um and yeah, so I just love that whole B plot. Wow. Uh, I didn't then, I didn't uh, give enough attention to it. I'm sorry. No, I that's basically the tall and short of it. Just uh Bobby thinking it's Carrie Strug and then it turns out it's his grandma. But I <laughs> I love I think most of my quotes are probably from the B plot because uh Bobby wants to get something for Carrie because she got him those chocolates so he and Joseph go to this lingerie shop and they're looking through the window at first and Joseph's like what should you get her and Bobby's like something romantic and frilly like the wife of a magician would wear (laughs) and then they go in and they look at all of the lingerie on all of the busty mannequins and just immediately run out and then at the very end when he has all of his guy friends hiding in his closet. Dooley's there. And uh, and then there's a knock at his bedroom door, and he opens it expecting to see Carrie struck. Uh, again, I don't know why, but instead, it's his grandma, and his grandma is his, valent- his secret admirer. And Dooley comes out while uh, Bobby's grandma is hugging him, and Dooley's just like, your grandmother loves you. <laughs> I love that part too. Those are those are pretty much all of my favorite quotes that I wrote down. But I yeah. I know I got okay. So I I also had a bunch of quotes from that that plot that B plot. But um, one of them you were just saying when they're all getting into they they're all about to go into Bobby's closet, and Bobby goes, "Don't play with the dry cleaning bag. You could suffocate." <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And also, um, when you see Luann's cutting up the giant hunk of meat that Peggy broke into a million pieces, and uh, Bobby's like, you know, talking about Carrie Strug, and like, I just, I just want to impress her. Something he's saying something about his secret Valentine, and Luann is like, oh, you're so lucky to have somebody to love you and care about you, blah blah blah. And Bobby goes, oh, Luann, have you heard a word I've said? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You think he's gonna say something real nice and he's just like you have not been listening to me <laughs> i know i really feel for luann in this she's just dismiss everything she says is just her, her every line she has is put there so it can be dismissed by someone i know 
<laughs> uh, nobody cares about how lonely she clearly is. <laughs> oh. Um, I I wrote a lot about uh Hank and Peggy's phone sex. Let me get past <laughs> all of that. <laughs> uh, so after Dale like surprisingly has Hank's back, uh, Hank he's like, "Where she's on the trail? She'll find out." And he says, "Hank says, no, she's not. If you don't let something slip." And he goes, "I don't let things slip, Hank. I place information." <laughs> <laughs> Which is not true. He does place information, but he definitely lets things slip, too. <laughs> he is the slipperiest. I know. He cannot keep a secret whatsoever. <laughs> There's that part where Peggy is, she confronts Amy, and she Amy says, who are you? And she goes, I am a mother. I am a teacher, and I am a wife with some questions that need to be answered. They call me Peggy Hill. <laughs> it's so dramatic. <laughs> I know this, everything that Peggy is going through is just so intense. She just is feeling everything. So (laughs) she really has created a lot of, a lot of her reality is just, again, not necessarily the most realistic, but she has carefully structured it and to have it tested in any way is very jarring for her. Uh, Absolutely. Every time she cannot handle it. (laughs) You know, it's funny because I'm looking at my notes and I wrote, It was literally nothing and Hank ran away. Get over it, Peggy. (laughs) (laughs) But Hank, first of all, Hank was kind of a babe. There's no doubt about that. He was. He was cute. He was a cutie. But when Hank runs up to Amy to like get her thing out and she says, oh yeah, I just, my boyfriend just was killed in vietnam and he goes oh darn i'm so sorry about your loss you're very brave to bicycle in the state you're in (laughs) (laughs) oh oh darn oh darn um also (laughs) let me okay the 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 very brief boomhauer sighting we see he says something about because you know hank's like oh i gotta like pitch woo like i gotta romanticize I don't know. I gotta, I gotta be romantic with Peggy. And Boomhauer says something about whipped cream on that plastic wrap. <laughs> Boomhauer, what are you talking? Is plastic wrap code for dental dam? I don't. <laughs> I don't know what he's talking about, but it sounds wild. I'm sure by that point he has. I mean, I'm sure he's used plastic wrap in his foreplay before. Uh, right, it, you know that whole thing of like wrapping your body up. Yeah, definitely. I, I imagine that he has done pretty much anything and everything. Right. I mean, yeah. Again, I can't understand. He's silent, but he's probably a freak nasty. Absolutely. I bet. It's always I the bet quiet ones. I could see him being one of those people that lost his virginity when he was twelve to like. <laughs> a very mature sexy babysitter or something right oh hell yes definitely which is not which is like not well, okay not okay <laughs> yeah it's not okay. It, it, just, it kind of fits into one of those like romance novel mm-hmm. I don't know, tropes right that people think is- are okay but they're actually terrible but oh speaking of uh romance novel tropes um there's the there's a little line from one of peggy's friends when she's talking about um Yes. <laughs> when she's talking about the, she's like, oh, you could put that in a book and slap Fabio on the cover. 
And then it made me remember, you remember when he got hit in the face with that? Oh, yeah, sell it at the airport. Do you remember when Fabio got hit in the face by the bird while he was on a roller coaster? Yes, it's one of my top three things I think about with him. It's the only thing I think about. And that hair, oh, that luxurious hair. But how painful. That must have hurt so bad. I know, he came... (laughs) The picture is hysterical. It's insane. The ride ends. (laughs) He's covered in blood, burnt blood. That's that's what is so terrifying. I'm like, is that... Ed, is any of that his blood, or is it all bird blood? Because that bird exploded on him like a water balloon. (laughs) (laughs) And he had to just ride the rest of the ride. (laughs) But I, I heard he has a really good sense of humor, and I heard he was a really good sport about it. Yeah, yeah, I heard that too. Oh my god, but that (laughs) how'd <laughs> you get clocked by a bird and make you, you're on a roller coaster <laughs> it just blows up in your face <laughs> oh, no. explodes on his money maker literally his face and his body <laughs> or his career <laughs> Oh my god. Oh, we're oh, I love that. It's so funny. That poor fucking bird. <laughs> <laughs> poor Fabio. Poor Fabio. Oh uh, man, okay. Oh. Also, so you know what? We've actually gotten a couple of uh comments about how people are a little bit sad that we haven't been talking about ladybird sightings or uh Dale ass, which they don't really oh. care about the Dale ass, but they, you know, it's just like a nice little reminder that ladybird is there and there was two ladybird sightings in this episode so we did see her we love i love her i was worried that it was getting repetitive every episode to be like we didn't see ladybird we didn't see any dale ass so i've been just kind of sitting on it and uh waiting Mm -hmm. waiting for the day we get that those two sightings in the same episode Mm -hmm. uh but we should at least bring up ladybird a little bit more often we did see her we did twice. I love her. Yeah. She's so dang cute. I know. Um, okay. Okay. So I, I'm already, I've just been rambling. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, so I'm just gonna, there's a bunch that I still like, but I do want to mention this one because I love when Peggy is recounting all the romantic quote unquote things that Hank uh, does to like woo her when her back, she says he, he drank a whole bottle of champagne out of one of her pumps, which (laughs) (laughs) one of her gigantic pumps can fit a whole bottle of champagne. And then she goes, and she goes, of course my charcoal pads, you know, filtered out most of the alcohol, but he still got drunk enough to sing a Chuck Mangione song. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I I know. I love that. I love the Chuck reference. I know, me too. And, you know, Jackie, I think when we were doing the live party, I think you were the one who said that there was, like, a lot of really good music in this episode. Yeah. There yes. really was. And it all, it all kind of sounded like Chuck Mangione songs. Yeah. So I, I should have looked. I should have looked. But I wonder if that was, like, you know, if that was him. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking zoned out. All right. I, know, I thought the screen froze for a second. <laughs> Hold on. Was there were there any 
besides Chuck, besides Chuck Mangione, did did we have any um Ah, what are they called? Guest stars. Yes. <gasps> Who? Two. We have two guest stars. Boop, oh my boop, gosh. Boop, boop, boop. So we've of course we've got Carrie Strug. Yes. Just a little taste of Carrie Strug. It's compulsory that you be my Valentine. <laughs> yeah. American hero Carrie Strug. Um <laughs> And then our second guest star was Jennifer Jason Lee, and she plays Amy Edlin. And I saw her name and I was like, of course I know that name, but I can't think of exactly what she's been in. So I, you know, just took a brief look at her IMDb and she's been in basically a million billion different things she's mm-hmm. in the hateful eight fast times at ridgemont high she's in a typical single white female um oh the machinist which was crazy uh a million di- bedillion gajillion greenberg which i did not see hmm. um so many so many movies um and i'm just seeing if there's anything else that oh she was in synecdoche new york Oh my god, have you seen that movie? No. It was crazy. It's Philip Seymour Hoffman and it Oh. It was crazy. It was really good. I mean, really freaking everything. So many, so many things. It just goes the it goes on and on. And I didn't realize she was uh briefly married to Noah Baumbach. Who? Who is having a pretty good year. Let's see. American filmmaker. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and we are picking up seamlessly from talking about Noah freaking Bombback. God. <sighs> and we definitely didn't just lose a bunch of audio and have to record again uh, later in the day. No, no. This, this recording has gone so smoothly from beginning to end. Absolutely smoothly and seamlessly and there is no change in time or space or anything this is all happening at the same time okay so Noah Baumbach that was very interesting glad we uh, talked about him and his brief marriage to Jennifer Jason Lee um Amy here's a crazy idea what if we got into listener comments which we haven't done yet I wonder what they will say I can't imagine it will be a surprise (laughs) Jackie, did you see that we have a listener comment song? What? Yeah! I did know that because I re- I responded to them in an email. The email they sent. Yeah, that's... I did, you, I did yep. know that. You sure, you sure did. All right. Well, so this one comes from Thunder Muffin. Woo! Our, our buddy Thunder Muffin. Um, love Thunder Muffin. Who doesn't love the Thunder Muff? So, Lee, thank you. Uh, he says, recorded this in two seconds on my 20... 20- Whoa. <laughs> he wishes. <laughs> on my 34th <laughs> birthday. So, I hope it works. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's play his recording. Here Anna it comes. And a two... In the comments. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Wow. 
perfection. <laughs> I kiss my fingers and then they explode away from my face. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. Thank you so much, Thunder Muff. You are a man of many talents. You're the best and happy belated birthday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if you want to send in your own listener comment song, hello at hoyapod.com. Send them in. We would love to hear that. Always. <sighs> All right. So for realsies, listener comments, once a goddamn again, let's do this. Let's do it. Well, the first one I really like is I think the first one submitted by Reiki Rose. And it says, don't use can't. You will not use contractions in this house. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, it's funny because I don't think Peggy really ever does use contractions throughout the entire series. So I, I that lesson really stuck. That too. Yeah. yeah. We'll have to see. We'll have to see if we can. Well, I'm not making any promises. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> Ron Schaefer, my favorite comment from people is uh, my favorite listener comment. Uh, pink and white were very tough on damaged sides of beef. <laughs> uh, Bender's Redemption, favorite moment, Hank reading Bobby's Valentine's Day card. I know. And then to piggyback off that one, SNC Banks, uh, why not? He is hot stuff. <laughs> I know. God, I love it. And I just, I again, I love... Uh, Bobby and Joseph's friendship. I think it's precious and I think it's wonderful and it's it's just a shame that boys aren't in this in our culture aren't able to uh, as openly uh, express their appreciation for their male friends. I think it's such a shame. I know. I mean, I don't know how many times I tell my girlfriends how hot they are and you know, appreciate not just their looks but their brains and and everything and and men boys don't maybe maybe more so now than when we were younger Jackie but you know they don't really get that opportunity and that's a that's a bummer cuz everybody needs a little bit of a boost everybody needs to be appreciated and loved okay i can't imagine what that's like to no matter how close you are with a friend you have to always keep a certain wall up right for some people yeah and in other cultures men it's perfectly normal for men to hold hands with their male friends. Yeah, I love that. I love that too. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> we've, lost, <laughs> we've lost a lot of zest, everyone. We've said all of this before. <laughs> Try to make it sound like we did it, but and, okay. So we did say all of this before, but Adam, the comment by. Um, Adam Struve, Peggy's mom is a different person in A River Runs Through It. And also, where are you? I know you're, I know you're here. Uh, Ben Stone, are we going to discuss the Peggy's mom thing? Just curious. And uh, we we did kind of touch on it earlier when we recorded and lost that recording. But um, we were just kind of playing with the idea that is there a, a universe in which both of Peggy's moms can exist in the same universe? I was trying mm-hmm. to figure out a way to make sense of it, you know, like maybe, maybe one of them isn't really her mom. Do we know that? But I think Amy noted that she's addressed both of them as mom. And I was trying to figure out, well, what if, what if Peggy has two moms and no dad? But I think Amy also mentioned that we see her dad briefly in one, one of the episodes. So but I, I'm. I would just love to find a way to make sense of this because those those types of 
inconsistencies in shows kind of bug me too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I get why some people are just like, that's not the same mom. What's up with that? So I, I want to make sense of it. Right. Cause we have, um, you know, we have, uh, in the, in the, the second episode, Jackie, the, the square peg, I think, um, you see the flashback of Peggy getting the, the book of fl- the flower, vagina book from her mom and it's the same mom in this episode and then as the series goes on peggy's relationship with her mom becomes more and more like it's more and more strained even though it peggy's relationship with her mom is like made to be like this really strained relationship they never got along they were always um at each other's like throats whatever but you don't really see that in any of the early episodes i kind of just make this happen i wonder if it was a way to kind of explain like why peggy has to be so overly confident because her mom was like constantly shooting her down and you know because that's the that's who the person is in a rover runs through it is her mom is like this hard ass who everything peggy is and does pisses her off you know yeah so i don't know but i do love the theory that peggy actually just has two moms and no dad i i like that theory as well and I, I wonder, too, uh, Peggy has a strained relationship with her mom. How do we explain her relationship with her brother? Did they used to be close? And now they're not because he has to live on uh, international waters or... Well, he's he's in prison. He was in prison that whole time. Wait, I thought he was on an oil... That's what they tell Luann. And that's oh, what Peggy damn. tells... Hank, Hank, (laughs) you don't find this out. Again, this is, I think, probably like a later, like Peggy's mom thing. You know, he he was originally, I think he was supposed to be on an oil rig, hiding out from Leanne. He was hiding away from her. But then, you know, to make it more complicated of a story, I think they were like, no, actually, he was in prison, wink. And now we're going to bring him back, and he's a total scumbag, and Peggy has to save Leanne again, and Lucky, from... Luann's shitty, shitty parents. That's right. And it's such a shame, too, because I would love to see uh, Peggy's brother character who is just a male version of Peggy. God, but isn't that every man ever? (laughs) (laughs) Just overly confident? (laughs) Touche. Very nice. Uh, well. <laughs> Anywho, back to listener comments. Yes, uh, Joe, Yale-looking guy. You said gang stole that jacket because it was the wrong color. <laughs> the wrong color. Oh, I love it. Um, RK Taylor six two eight. I had mono as a youth. Convinced my parents I got from a water cooler at work, mm. and that made me laugh because it reminded me of. Any, you know, a, a, a few times going away on a weekend trip with friends and coming back and having a UTI and trying to tell my mom that it's because I wore a bathing suit all weekend. I swear. <laughs> and just my mom just like, okay. <laughs> uh, no, yeah. I just need, I just need cranberry juice. That's all. Don't ask me why. I just really like it. (laughs) Don't get the kind with sugar added. Have you ever taken those cranberry pills? No, I haven't. They 
there are cranberry pills that you're supposed to take if you have a UTI. Mm-hmm. Um, and warning, they will turn your urine a very dark red. So <laughs> you will think you're dying, but you're not. Just a heads up. <laughs> like that guy's damn dirty dick. I'm pissing out. I'm pissing blood. <laughs> I know. I was like, oh God, it's going to my brain. <laughs> I always knew this is how I die. So Becca Thunderdome and Martin of the Waking Universe uh, both said, am I supposed to kill this pig? (laughs) Artsy moan, when Peggy learns how Hank got mono, punches the hell out of the meat. Badass. (laughs) Seriously, yeah. And then she walks straight up to Amy and wipes her hands on Amy's apron. I know. Power move. That is such a power move because Amy's like, oh my God, she's going to punch me next. And then she like just looks her dead in the eye. Like, I'm using. Yeah, I'm using your apron. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, And and Michelle, Hank and Peggy's borderline phone sex talk about the food. Mm hmm. Yep. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. It was. enjoyed that. (laughs) Hot. Artsy moan, to love yourself is the greatest love of all. Isn't that right, Aunt Peggy? And Peggy, mm, no. <laughs> oh, poor Luann. I know. God. Lane, speaking of Luann, Lane.m, Luann, it's for me since Buckley says he's going to forget Valentine's Day again. <laughs> <laughs> I know. God, Luann really got it in this episode. I know, poor thing. Thunder Muffin? Peggy burns her eyebrows off. I did love when she's making the beef uh, Wellington. I love like in her moment of desperation, you just, she just like fucking lights that thing on fire, just <laughs> douses it in what I assume is like booze or wine or something, and then just like cherry, yeah, cherry. That's it. <laughs> just throws a match on it. <laughs> Bender's redemption. Hey, I didn't know Peggy's brother was in town. Punch. <laughs> Mendozable says anything on Bobby thinking his crush or like his secret admirer is Carrie Strug because it's the most wholesome kid thing. It really is. Like it really is. Yeah. Like I like this person. They will be here because they they must know that I like them. They must. yeah. Underscore nasty cat eighteen says <laughs> nasty cat finds you per epic yellow heart yellow heart per. Thanks, nasty cat. You're so nasty. You're a nasty kitty. That's what I'm gonna start. Whenever I have people over to my house, I'm gonna I'm gonna call my cat a nasty cat. You're nasty. Oh, look at you. Nasty. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck. Oh, Andrew underscore C. What I'm here for does not fit on a toothpick, and it certainly is not made of ostrich meat. (laughs) (laughs) Peggy's so serious. She's so serious in that moment. Like, She's going to a doctor to find out if she has cancer. Like, give it to me straight. What's yeah. the news? <laughs> she is. I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> Damn. Uh, so Coco Bug and DXR30. Oh, it's a pig. 
like like in that movie, let's chase it. <laughs> oh, I love Hank. <laughs> let's get the pig. <laughs> I think I think that's all of the ones. Two more because uh, two people said it. So Dino Mike six one six and Love Applement. Um, I'm just a big clumsy guy. And Appleman added, um, I'm just a big clumsy guy is so soft and cute. I love it. It is. It is cute. That's really cute. And I like that name. Love Apple Mint. Mm -hmm. It's cute. I guess that's the tall and short of it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So Jackie, are you? (laughs) Nice job, everyone. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Thanks, everyone. (laughs) Uh, Jackie. Do do you are you ready for some trivia, trivia that we definitely haven't already done before? I feel pretty good about it. I think I might I nail think this. I might. Okay. I just saw one of my notes, and it just says Hank wants to smell Peggy's pie. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, I had so many comments on the phone sex. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, do you want to go first? Do you want to? Yeah, go sure. I'll go first. What vitamin is butter loaded hey. with? <laughs> Come on, give me the next one. Give me the next one. Come on. Okay, okay, okay. I'm scared. I don't know where it is. Where is it? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. What is the name of the company that sells the sausage? Oh, yeah, 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 <laughs> okay, hold on, wait, I think I have one more. Do you do you want me to do one of mine while you collect yourself? No. <laughs> Let me finish. Mm. All right. Oh, no. Well, I can't find it, so no worries. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead. All right, here's mine. You ready? Yes. Amy, what is a code 42? Pregnant teenager. Yes. Hi. That's very impressive that you knew that. I thought for sure you wouldn't know that. <laughs> One more question. Oh. Who was Jennifer Jason Lee briefly married to? Bomb, bomb back. Yeah, you got it. Bombajan. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Terry Bomback. Nope, that's my aunt's that's name. That's right. Terry Bomback? Oh my god, that is my aunt's name. Her name is Terry Bomback? Was that guy's name Terry Bomback? <laughs> yes. No, it wasn't. It was his name. <laughs> mean <laughs> what was that guy's name bomb gardener it's noah bombback this happened a really good year <laughs> <laughs> okay no my aunt's name is terry bombback whoa cool shut up <laughs> <laughs> i think it is cool <laughs> Trivia, what's my aunt's name? (laughs) 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 Oh, fuck. All right. (laughs) Jackie. Any final thoughts or lessons that you learned? 
Uh, double check your recordings. Yep. Um, also, you know, lies will come out. That'll happen. Lies will come out. They sure will. Um, and next to godliness. Uh huh. Oh, Jackie, you said something about washing your hands a lot. Yeah, I'm not going to be able to really capture the passion that I had before, but everyone should just wash your hands. Mm-hmm. And I mean, really, wash your hands for 20 seconds. All right, let's just and and know when to wash your hands after. If you sneeze in your hands, wash them. If you touch a doorknob, wash your damn hands. Mm, 20 right. seconds. Well, All right? you know, we're Jackie... going to stop this coronavirus in its tracks. <laughs> and it's <laughs> not, you're not protecting yourself because you're fine. Just don't spread it to vulnerable people. Okay? Do your part. I don't know. I thought that was pretty passionate. Thank you. Okay, uh, good. good. I will say really quickly, though, Jackie, that, you know, we talked about this, that exact thing earlier this morning so today when i was washing my hands i washed them for 20 seconds and god damn it that takes a long time it, it feels like time. an eternity i just you want to get what? out of there you know what's an eternity being dead <sighs> but that's like the good kind of eternity yeah but it's not even like wash my hands dying. <laughs> <laughs> that's true <laughs> it wouldn't be me dying you're right you're right Every time, how about this? Every time you don't wash your hands for 20 seconds, everyone, you're killing someone. You're indirectly responsible for a death. The power. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Just chop your hands off. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Just don't touch anything. (laughs) All right. Yep, that's it. That's all I've got. I am tapped out. All right. Thank you, everyone. This this episode was a journey. Oh. Glad you were here, and uh, I hope you have a good rest of your whatever you're doing. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) And until next time, listeners, whatever. (laughs) Bye! (laughs) Oh, funny joke, Amy just pissed herself. Just kidding. I can't stop. I can't stop. Oh, no. We covered in oh, pee. No. She's drinking it. She's drinking it. Glug, 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 glug. You're nasty, cat. You're nasty. <laughs>